Okay. So this Vulnerability Diaries episode is about a conversation that I had last night and unpacking my anger and doing the hard thing of articulating my feelings, my vulnerability, you know, which is increasingly a muscle that I am flexing. Like it is really getting stronger and that's feels like an amazing thing to celebrate. It's cool, right? Vulnerability diaries, I committed to doing this. I don't know, I have to look back. I think like six months. It's been fabulous, a fabulous focus for the work. So, a neighbor stopped by. I live in an amazing community farm space. And a neighbor stopped by while I was cooking dinner. And it was like, you know those things where you're like a little multitasking and so... You're not fully, fully present with your emotions as things are happening. But this person said to me, uh, that I heard your mom is thinking about buying the farm, the farm that we live on, which is like, not fully true but um there has been like some interest from my mom and her partner around costa rica and community living and really more than anything on my mom's end i think like helping me to live out my dream of living in community in sustainable ways. Um, so at first when, when this neighbor said this, I was a little taken off guard because it doesn't feel like exactly the truth. And I explained, you know, what I, what I thought was more true. And then they said, well, your mom's not awake, right? And I didn't know, I was like, awake? Like, does that mean like woke? And my neighbor explained to me that this is like a Canadian term. Um, that means, well, I don't fully know what it means. I'm learning, but... I think it has to do with understanding government systems of oppression specifically around how the vaccine and the information around COVID is uh choosing my words carefully here, right, is part of a fear-mongering technique to control people. 
I actually am not sure if it if the definition of awake extends beyond the conversations around the vaccine and COVID. I am really fascinated right now by these political lines and how we seem to be living during this time where fascist narratives meaning narratives around freedom, purity, um, like, yeah, specifically this, like, like, pure time, more, like, a more, you know, natural time uh, is, like, these fascist narratives are like like full circle like people who have journeyed from you know liberal to um neoliberal progressive you know like moving on this side of the spectrum towards anarchy are like looping and finding homes with these within these fat fascist narratives that are being recycled so interesting so I'm living in a community with a lot of people who would consider themselves would would, I don't know that they would claim the identity of being anti-vaccine but you know some this identity around how the vaccine is used as a form of social control something like that anyway that was a tangent And in the moment when this neighbor said, well, your mom's not awake, I was like, I felt in my body a recoiling. Like I felt myself retract. And like I was hit. Like I was hit. And in the moment I... know I don't feel that I said very much but I think full disclosure I'm also vaccinated and although now my my embodied truth is not to continue with vaccination so I haven't gotten boosters and my body has said that um, that would do more damage to my body than support it. That's my truth. And I felt myself move into this defensive mode of feeling like I needed to explain why I did choose to get the vaccine to support my mom's decision to get the vaccine and I just felt myself really defensive and I sat with this conversation I was I was had a long day I was tired but I was unable to rest and I was just observing myself like why am I unable to rest and I checked into my body and I felt the pulsing and I felt the I can feel it even now, right? I can feel the anger in the jaw, the jaw tension. And 
was like, oh, this is anger. This is anger. I'm angry. I am angry. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. And after I did that for a while, just like being mad, just letting myself be mad, just what is letting myself be mad look like? Let me be specific here. I was lying down and I like had my hands balled in fists next to me lying down. I was like, I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm angry. Um, I didn't really need to take it further than that. Although if I wanted to, you know, I totally would have been. Um, it's raining. It just started raining to, to balance. I would have moved it through. But just the acknowledgement, just the feeling I'm mad, that was enough to bring my system back to an equilibrium. And then I slowly began to ask, why am I mad? You know, what is, why am I mad? And I was mad ultimately at myself. You know, it was easy to be mad at this other person for like name calling right like oh your mom's not awake like that's like like a judgment but ultimately I was mad that I didn't stand up for my mom and my mom as an extension of myself right my mom is like a beautiful extension of myself and reflection of myself or some of our our first reflections so I was really mad that I didn't do that. And then I just kind of in my head just went through the dial of nonviolent communication technique. So just naming my feelings, right? I feel frustrated, I feel mad, I feel, and going deeper, right? I feel sad that I didn't know what to say in that moment. I feel uncertain I, and just, just really examining those feelings and then underneath the feelings going deeper into the nonviolent communication techniques and identifying what needs what needs were underlying that I that I wasn't meeting for myself and I ended up You know, I, I was like, am I gonna am I gonna confront this person? Am I gonna like tell them, you know, that they they made me mad, they crossed a boundary? And I was like, that's not really it. That's not quite it in my body. What I what I ended up doing and what felt what felt like my truth was vulnerably sharing with them my process. So, so letting, I was like inviting them in. So I shared that I was angry at myself for allowing a kind of flattening of, of humanity, 
as if people can be divided into categories of awake and non-awake, vaccinated, not vaccinated, that somehow this defines a person. And when I felt into it more deeply, I was really nervous that this neighbor was going to go and tell the owner of the farm that I'm vaccinated, mom's vaccinated, because I know he's, he's really against it. And that he would then judge me for it. Who's a person that I really like and respect and I'm wanting to build a deeper relationship with. And then when I felt that, even more the anger, you know, even more the anger that I would prioritize someone else's feelings, someone else's judgments, ways of seeing the world over my own truth, which is that I'm a complex human being with a complex past and a complex future and I cannot be reduced to one decision to one politic to one way of aligning and this little story I'm now really putting it together as I talk this out with you is really part of a really confronting week for me around politics and having a lot of discussions with people who have different questioning ideologies than me and just really feeling like this, like, and the is like, knowing that my individual truth, my questioning, it needs to be presenced, it needs to be seen, and it's not one or the other. It's not this way or that way. It's not aligning with one absolute my truth is evolving and dynamic and constantly questioning and constantly feeling and the truth that I'm bringing to the world is that for others too is to invite others into a deeper self-compassion of their own journey and in doing so a deeper self-compassion for others to move away from these labels of this or that and to move into a space of welcoming fluidity, openness of shifting identity and that that the identity markers that we we respect them as they feel healing and supportive and that we're willing to be to to be open to also putting them down picking them up and putting them down because really what i want to what i have been practicing and what i want to invite others into practicing with me is a is questioning it all is a willingness to question it all and on this 
journey and this life journey to to really know that nothing is off limits there is nothing that is sacred so sacred or so untouchable no identity no activity that i am that i won't go there within myself so that means i'm willing to go there to talk about the hardest things i'm willing to go there to talk about and feel what were my true motivations behind dedicating my life to anti-racism work for a decade you know what was truly going on there because it wasn't just altruism it was also self-sacrifice it was also feeling like i needed to earn love i'm so willing to examine these sticky points the points that feel so taboo and this vaccine conversation is one of them because there is space for everyone's truth in this world 